Here is your daily dose of the Ultimate Sales Machine coming to you from the new edition. Visit ultimatesalesmachine.com to get your copy or multiple copies. I am your host, Amanda Holmes, CEO of Chet Holmes International. What you're about to learn has assisted a quarter of a million businesses to generate billions of dollars, working faster, better, smarter over this next series is going to come at you live. I am on my book tour for the new edition, so I'm here in Orlando. So you'll hear a bit of extra noise in the background. Know that it's just the buzz of people getting together post-COVID. <laughs> Enjoy. Jeremy, can you share just a moment of why everybody should hear the brilliance that you're about to give? What makes you the expert? I'm the chairman and founder of an organization called Seventh Level. And we're a company that trains from Fortune 500 companies down to SMB, down to individual salespeople who sell anything, a few little things. And I don't really care about this. I'm a contributor for Inc. Magazine. Inc. last year, the last two years in a row, have ranked us the number one fastest growing sales training company in the United States. That's not us saying that. Like, we have to prove it by financials. I hate when people are like, I'm the number one fastest growing. I'm like, according to your mom or who? I don't know. So. I just, I get, I, I'm real with people. So anyway, so we love sales, all things sales and persuasion influence. I had a 17 year sales career, what is it called, the DSA or whatever, ranked me the number 45, top earning salesperson in any industry on planet earth, highest paid over that 17 year period. But anyways, that, that's my background. He's about to launch a book and I noticed that there's a concept that we both talk about. What's the title of your book for everyone? So the book that I've co-authored with Jerry Acuff is called The New Model of Selling, Selling to an Unsellable Generation. So in a new edition of Ultimate Sales Machine, we talk about how 97% of prospects don't want to be sold to anymore. So I have a feeling that kind of ties into what you're talking about. Well, Can you share? Yeah, I, mean, I think that's always been the case, but I think that you can't really get away with that really much anymore. Because of the power of social media, the internet, right, especially, your prospects know that they have many choices to choose the exact same product or service that you sell, right? And because of that newfound power, because 20 plus years ago, that wasn't necessarily the case. What was the bridge between like the, the, say the company and the consumer, it was you, the salesperson, right? So consumers expected to be educated by the salesperson, right? But now because of, like I said, power of the internet, social media, they know they have many choices. So they're not gonna be pressured or pushed by some pushy salesperson that's trying to push them over the edge because of that power. So we talk about how Amazon is the death star to the traditional commission breath salesperson. That's also in the book. Okay, interesting. So if a sales rep who's been around for quite some time is trying to find a way to adjust into this new marketplace, can you give a helpful hint on how they'd be able to do that? I think there's, let's do this. There's My background is behavioral science, human psychology, mm -hmm. and according to behavioral science, there's three forms of communication. So whoever's watching this, unless you're driving, I would suggest writing this down because once you understand really the differences and where you are right now, and your sales ability, even if you're doing good compared to where you could be, it'll completely change everything for you. So the first mode of selling is really called era one type of selling. I won't give the scientific term, but if I said, what's the first image that comes to your mind when I say boiler room selling, what would you say? What's the first image that comes to your mind? The room with yeah. everybody in it. You think like Wolf on Wall Street, like right. those movies, like Gecko or whatever, like, hey, I've got a great opportunity for you. And then we push and we pressure and manipulate them and tell them why they should go with us. And we talk down about our competitors, right? So it's just like you told your, your say you're married, you told your spouse, like, hey, I really need you to do something. And then you keep pushing and pushing them. What does your spouse do back? 
they push back. It's just human behavior one-on-one. It's just the way our brains are wired. So I'll give you a couple examples of the least persuasive way to sell. Persuasive way to sell underneath the first era, which I would call boiler room selling, would be number one, presenting. We're all taught you have to have a great presentation, 60 to 90 minute slide decks. We show them, here's the corporate office. Here's our JD Power and Associates Awards for customer service. We have the best quality this. We have the best that, which by the way, doesn't every single salesperson and company say they have the best? Right? How many salespeople have ever tried to sell you something and said, oh, Amanda, we're the fifth best in the market? <laughs> Nobody. They all say they're the best. So as a human being, when you hear that over and over in advertisements from companies, over and over for salespeople selling you anything, when salespeople say some of the same lingo that you've heard in the past, your brain instantly goes into fight or flight mode, right? And you start to emotionally shut down, right? And the walls come up and you stay surface level. And then mm. at the end of that conversation, I want to think it over. We need to do more research. We need to keep looking around. Call it, we got to compare prices with our current vendor. We'll call you back in a week, a month, a year later, and you never hear back from them, right? So presenting. So according to the science, it's not actually very persuasive if your presentation is more than 10% of your entire sales process. 10%. Now the problem is that the average salesperson presents about half of the time. It doesn't matter if they're selling B2C or B2B. That's just kind of the stats, right? So also you're least persuasive when you're, let's say, telling your story. I hate to tell you this, nobody cares about your story when you're selling one-to-one. -one. Whose story do they mainly care about? Their story. Yep. What about assuming the sale? We've all taught, especially if you're in a B2C, like you gotta assume the sale, like which name do you want the contract to be in? According to science, very low on the persuasion pole. That's where I think the, the term selling is a numbers game come from because most salespeople have been trained to make it a numbers game because they're triggering so much fight or flight mode in their prospects. So that's the first mode. And there's some other stuff to that. Giving a sales pitch. You got, have you ever watched uh, Shark Tank? Yes. CNBC? So watch the sharks like Mark Cuban and Damon John, and Mr. Wonderful Barbara, all of them. When the entrepreneurs come out to pitch, watch their body language. They're like, like this. So we even have shirts for our clients that says hashtag ditch the pitch. You can't take that one. Hashtag ditch the pitch. Now the second mode of communication everybody would be familiar with would be like consultative selling. Right? Okay. It came out in the 80s with lots of books. Like One would be like Spin Selling by uh, Neil Rackham who's a college professor. Never sold anything. Let's be realistic, right? So when I was in sales reading that book, I'm like, oh, but he's never been in the trenches. Yeah. Some of this works, but man, I'm in the trenches. I know some of this doesn't work, but that's just my, that's my thoughts. But consultative selling came out in the 80s and 90s with books like that where they taught you needed to ask logical-based questions mm. to find out the needs of the client. But what's the problem when you only ask logical-based questions? Your prospects give you what type of answers in return? Yeah. Logical-based. And yep. the human beings buy on logic or emotion. Well, you know they buy on emotion. So more persuasive than telling your story, putting sales pressure on them, like manipulating them, like boiler room, but you're still having to play the numbers game because you're bringing out very little emotion when you're only asking logical-based questions. Now, the third mode of selling is known as what's called dialogue, right? You've heard of dialogue. When we ask what we call neuro-emotional persuasion questions that allow the prospect, instead of you pushing them, to pull you in, to trigger curiosity and actually disarm the prospect where they let their guard down and become open to what you're offering. So those are kind of the three modes of sales. So you want to be in that last mode where you're triggering prosody, you're disarming the prospect, you're getting them to go below the surface because that's where you're getting them into their emotional state where they start to pull you in and they start to view you as more of the expert or like the trusted authority. Whereas with most salespeople, they're just viewing them as someone trying to stuff their solution down their throat and then they commoditize them and try to get rid of them. That'd be the difference. You with me? 
I freaking love it. Are you kidding me? I geek on this all day yeah, long. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and where do they find you? Yeah, so just go to our free Facebook group, salesrevolution.pro. We got 30 some thousand salespeople, professional salespeople in there. When you go in there, you'll get a DM from somebody in our team with a little basic training called the NEPQ 101 mini course. Just a list of different questions you can ask called NEPQ for different situations. That alone will probably help you sell more. We go live in that group three, four times a week, different Q and A's, different trainings. Or there's free resources in our Facebook group and then if they want to learn more, they can always contact us. I love it. And that is your daily dose of the ultimate sales machine. Make sure to get your copy or copies at theultimatesalesmachine.com. There's a lot of special bonuses that you can't get going to Amazon. So make sure you check it out at ultimatesalesmachine.com.